Guys, if you're not familiar with InWeGo, it's the monthly membership for literally doing everything in and around Denver. It's your one-stop shop for all types of events in the city and around the state. You can get tickets to sporting events, concerts, beer tastings, food tastings. It's really all with InWeGo. And right now, if you use code DNVR, you can try InWeGo for a month free. That's a $45 value. It's usually $45 or even more per month to use InWeGo. But you guys can get a month free if you sign up using the code DNVR. Again, you can get tickets to Nuggets games, Avs games, if those games are still going on (laughs) later this summer and fall. (laughs) Uh, Concerts. Food tastings, beer festivals, etc. Use code DNVR to try Indigo for a month free. What is up, everybody? Welcome into the DNVR Nuggets podcast, the somber DNVR Nuggets podcast, somber but serious. Um, and what I think will be a memorable episode. I'm joined uh, by my esteemed colleague Harrison Wynn, who you heard do the intros. Harrison, what's happening? About halfway through that intro, I was trying to go over if I was going to say if you can get tickets to Nuggets and Avalanche games on the read. And there you went for it. You just, you just dove right in. <laughs> you guys I'm trying to be it. optimistic here. I'm trying to be optimistic. Well, can I be optimistic? You are having a fabulous hair day. Wouldn't you say that, Eric? Uh, like, this is an A-plus hair day for Harrison. I hate that you guys can see oh, me right now. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. It's really, it's too bad that he has to self-quarantine uh, because the world needs to see this. <laughs> yeah. We are, of course, recording this via Skype, and the, the other person you're hearing uh, riff off of Harrison is, uh, is T-line color, Guido. What's happening, Eric? How's it going? I'm going to do the, the somber shuffle here tonight. Oh, this is oh. this is definitely okay. I guess we have our title for the episode: <laughs> the somber shuffle. That is, that is somber, the somber, somber shuffle. Somber shuffle. Um, yeah. So, um, so guys, first thing we want to do today, uh, we're, I think this is going to be an informative one. I think there's a lot of people kind of wondering what's what with the NBA right now. Uh, you guys did a fantastic. The two of you did a fantastic job last night um, on the fly with. I mean, I threw at you in the last like hour that I wasn't going to be there, and um, you got you guys did just a great job of kind of filling in last minute, and uh, it, it was so clear that nobody knew what their thoughts were, and yet you guys somehow shared no. forty five minutes worth of thoughts. So, kudos to you guys for sort of working that out in a way that I thought was in- entertaining and informative. Um, just, I guess let's go back to you guys. I'm going to make you guys the central subject. Take me into the losers' lounge last night. What, <laughs> What was that feeling? So the whole second half was a blur because, of course, the announcement comes down at halftime that the NBA is suspending the season. And I couldn't I, tell you three things that happened in that game. I well, couldn't tell you three things. What I remember from the game is in the first half, Dallas hit a lot of threes. And then I don't remember anything that happened in the second half. And uh, it was, like I said, it was just kind of a blur, you know, post-halftime. And then, yeah, we tried to collect our thoughts, but I don't think anyone – of us really knew what to say. No, I mean that the entire second half, Harrison was like, they, "They have to, they have to cancel this. They have to cancel this." And we were, everyone was just staring at their phones. Um, <clears throat> we were trying to obviously process what was happening. Um, I can tell you what happened in the game. It was all Boban, uh, Boban just dominating Jokic, dominating the Nuggets. The Nuggets hit a bunch of threes in the first, and things were looking really good. And then. Um, um, I think I tweeted out that the Nuggets suspended their season after the third. Like, the, yeah. just the fourth quarter was just a disaster uh, for the but Understandably so. And, but, you know, in the, in the lounge, as it were, um, 
it just, I don't know, it just felt like we got punched in the stomach and we were trying to figure out, you know, what this meant, not only for tonight, but just when the, the it came out that the NBA was going to cancel the season or at least suspend the season, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like completely unprecedented. It's completely unprecedented. So um, it was really impossible to really... Um, like you say, form any thoughts just sort of in real time. And I thought that's what made partially what made for such a good show is I, you know, I don't think anybody tried to split the atom with any of their takes, but it was, um, I listened to it today. Last night I had obviously a lot of things going on. I think a lot of people did, but today it was almost cathartic to go through and just hear you guys work out the same thoughts I was going through and kind of pull the same threads of just, what do we make of this? What do we make of it? And I think now, with 24 hours to sort of digest, maybe we can make a little bit more of it. Um, I do want to read some of the news here. So Rudy Gobert, last night you guys talked about, and this was the big news, Rudy Gobert had tested positive for, for coronavirus. More on him in just a second. But it was initially reported Emmanuel Moutier had also tested positive. That turns out to be false. He, he tested negative, which um, I, I think is just an amazing move uh, news. Only Donovan Mitchell, I say only, put quotations marks, uh, marks up here, but... Donovan Mitchell was the other player, and 58, all of the Jazz players were tested, all the Jazz coaching staff, 58 people in total were were tested, including some of the media members, and again, I'm putting air quotes up here, but only two people getting it. To me, that's both really, really surprising and and in a weird way kind of comforting, because I would have guessed that if if those two guys had it and they were playing basketball in in a locker room and sharing a plane and stuff, that they would have all had it. Here's what I was yeah. contact. Here's what I was thinking about, like just the basketball, like how many people touch the ball? Oh you yeah, know? oh yeah. That, Referees. That's what I, yeah, that's what I've really been boys. thinking about because obviously there was one official who refed a jazz game you know, in the period of time when Rudy Gobert could have contracted it and then was set to ref that uh, Pelicans game later in the night, which was canceled. But I was just thinking about the ball and how many different players touch the ball. In one of those games, Rudy Gobert was playing. With sweaty hands and just right. like, yeah, I mean, you're talking about – talk about – if you could do the, like, black light and, like, okay, let's spot coronavirus, it would just be, that ball would be completely covered, you would think. So totally. the fact that more people right. weren't was a real shock to me. Right, in, in the best possible way. Like, gives you uh, hope that um, maybe, you know, it is obviously in, incredibly infectious and very easy to spread, but maybe not as – well, it, make, it, we it makes it, you think that if we, relief. yeah, if we take certain actions, take certain steps, maybe we can stem this. I mean, it does give you that hope because I think there's a lot of people that um, we're feeling, especially, look, for, an, for a sports league to be shut down entirely, it's like unprecedented. I mean, it, you wonder like, okay, Completely. how serious is this? And I could tell you, I don't know. I'm obviously not an expert. All of us are, have really only been paying attention to this for at most 72 hours i mean we've heard it in the background right i mean we've heard the news in the background but the alarms haven't been going off except for for the last couple days and you know Mm -hmm. i have no idea but when a sports league shuts down you go okay you know the ncaa wouldn't forfeit hundreds of millions of dollars unless they felt they had to the nba wouldn't unless they had to major league baseball nhl all of those organizations shut down today and so um, clearly it is extremely contagious, but yeah, the fact that nobody else got it, including all the reporters, um, certainly makes me feel good. I mean, Harrison, we were at the arena on Monday. <laughs> you, there had to have been something that went through your head that was just, 
hey, okay, if the NBA is shutting down because they're worried it's spreading, well, we were around these guys. You had to have been concerned yourself. Oh, of course. And that's what makes this coronavirus so scary is that it takes whatever, five to seven to ten days for you to start feeling symptoms. And that, that that's why nobody really knows that they haven't, why it spread so fast. So, yeah, that was definitely going through my mind. And, yeah, yeah it's honestly still going through my mind because, yeah, no, you know, media members traveling with the Jazz had it. Um, but there's so many other people that Rudy Gobert came into contact with that could. Yeah. In a weird way, I feel lucky that the Nuggets were on the road for so long. They came back for that Monday game. I was at meetings. I showed up to the game late, left early. (laughs) And part of me going through my head, I'm kind of like, man, was that the luckiest break of my life that I just happened (laughs) to have to leave early that night? Um, Moving on with some news. Charles Barkley, inside the NBA, I have to give a a tip of the cap here because I thought that Scott Van Pelt did just an amazing job following the game last night. Uh, He always does. But that... The Scott Van Pelt immediate hour following the Nuggets game, your guys' post game show is great, but watching that one and just getting all of the information. We didn't stack up to Scott yeah, Van Pelt. Yeah, didn't stack up to Scott Van Pelt. But all the information he shared in that moment, to me, it was informative. You know, I've watched CNN today and, and, and MSNBC, different, different networks trying to see what people are talking about, what the conversation was like. And I thought Scott Van Pelt did just a fantastic job. And then tonight, inside the NBA, had the commissioner on. Um, but Charles Barkley not in studio because he has also been self-quarantined because he is also ill, fever and cough, and there's a chance that he might have it. I think in the coming days, and maybe this is in the coming weeks, it just continues, we might get more Tom Hankses and more Rudy Gobert's and more – it's not that – obviously I think more people are going to come down with that. has been the trend all around the world. But when celebrities start to come, it just hits a little different when you're like, oh, he has it and she has it. Right. Not really a question. I'm just throwing it to you guys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's absolutely the case. I mean, that, you know, we were talking just sort of internally, like, you know, the it really starts to hit home when, like we said last night, when something gets taken from you, your your life itself gets impacted by it. But there is something about like um, people of note uh, getting, you know, that, that sort of seem invincible. Um, yeah. Becoming, yeah you know, susceptible to things that uh, just remind you that the world is bigger than what we've created for ourselves. And, you know, life doesn't really care um, what we've put in place. And so, you know, people that we have deemed important are still able to, you know, be be touched by this. It really just reminds you that, you know, um, nothing's promised and and everything needs to be uh, cherished and, 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 you know, yeah. No, totally. Well, well, that's it's it was kind of the Kobe Bryant effect, right? Because Kobe Bryant yeah. was the larger than life figure that you never thought would be taken down by a tragedy like that when people of Charles Barkley and Tom Hanks's stature get coronavirus. It, it kind of puts things in perspective too. So, um, yeah. You, you, can I say that I've been covering this league now for 5 years. I've been watching it for 20 and and watching it really closely for like 10 10 11 12 can i they're the two craziest nights in the nba have both happened this year i mean kobe bryant's yep. yeah. death was the most shocking thing i think i'd ever and, and in some ways was more shocking than this because at least this was on the horizon and then it happened and you just couldn't believe it actually happened um but with kobe's thing nobody saw that coming there was a twi- 
it was a tweet that came across the timeline that was so out of place that you were just like, hold on a second, what what is going on here? Mm-hmm. So we and we get these two things within what six weeks of each other. What a weird and I would say just messed up NBA season we have Holly. had this year. The absolutely a- absolutely messed up year. Um, let's take a, let's take a quick break. Of course, we are in the DNVR Nuggets podcast presented by Illegal Pete's. As always, our great sponsor, Illegal Pete's. Um, but Harrison, can you take us away to break? But before we do, I want to let people know when we come back, we are going to talk about some of the stuff we have going on with DNVR. You know, there's no sports right now, and the world's going to change. We're going to talk about what are our plans uh, as DNVR, and then we're also going to talk. Before we get to that, we're going to talk about just some of the potential outcomes because right now we don't know. And Adam Silver addressed the the uh, every everybody on Inside the NBA tonight. We don't know if this is a postponement of the season or a complete canceling, and we won't know that for a while. We're going to talk about those outcomes, but um, first, Harrison, go ahead and take us away. We were drinking this while uh, we were getting set to record the post-game show last night after that Nuggets-Mavs game, but the Encore Pale Ale from Breck Brewing, they're calling this your perfect last-call brew. The reason why is become, because it comes with its own unique lift discount code. You get 50% off your ride home with wow. every Encore Pale Ale that you drink. Everyone has a specific lift code. You get 50% off your ride home with That's every Encore Pale Ale. That's it's like an awesome deal. Fifty percent off, you could like Uber for like four dollars. It almost makes yeah. more sense and to Adam, grab that extra beer. And Adam, the, the one thing you're not mentioning is it, it's it's a big beer. It's Ooh, large. you know yeah, what? Yeah, the tall boy. I did see this. <laughs> yeah, tall, tall boy. boy. I'm gonna, tell me, walk me through though what it tastes like. This uh, encore. I, I love it. I'm, I'll, I'll take this. I'll take okay. this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, has, uh, it has a hoppy <laughs> flavor, but not too hoppy. Okay. Um, it has. Um, it, it, there's a little bitter flavor to it. It's not. I like bitter. I'm a big fan of bitter. Yeah, yeah, it, but it's not like overtly bitter. It's uh, it's it's light. It's co- um, covertly so bitter. So it, it sort of falls covertly in line bitter. with. Uh, yeah, sneaky yeah. bitter. I mean, would you, you call know, it like, sneaky like a, bitter? I would call it sneaky <laughs> bitter. Although no, it's not sneaky because it's like right. It's 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 right up in there. Uh, it's right up in your face the bitterness, but it doesn't hang around the bitterness. Okay. It's like, okay. Uh, it's like, uh, yeah, it's like, um, but it's good. It's like, it's a, it's a great end of night beer. It's the perfect, uh, perfect beer for the end of the night. I can't wait to try it out. I have not had it. It just, just, just dropped, so I have not had it yet. I would classify it as a summer beer. It fits into the category of a summer beer. Well, for sure. Well, I am for ready sure. for summer. What else do we have, Harrison? Well, you can probably uh, find one of these Encore Pale Ales at an event with InWeGo. Like, like I said, to start the show, with an InWeGo membership, you get entry to a ton of beer tastings, food festivals, concerts, Nuggets, apps, games, if no, those still happen. Uh, but right now, if you enter the code InWeGo or enter the code DNVR at InWeGo, why are you shaking your head at me? Oh, I'm not. You're doing a great job. <laughs> I, I, read the, read the promo code. I want to hear it. Last night on the post-game pod, I was a little thrown off because nobody interrupted me while I was doing the reads. So. Yeah, right. Yeah. We, we gave him, like, pure, like, <laughs> the ability. He really was shaking. You He's guys like, don't I don't know. understand. He was like, you don't know how to host. For it. That's that's the job of the host. <laughs> yeah. is to trip up the everybody host as they're going. Just, a lot of people don't yeah, know that. Yeah, to the guy. <laughs> yeah, but if you use code DNVR, you can try it. And we go for a month free. That's a $45 value. Like I said, tons of awesome events. It's like a Netflix or a class pass for Denver. If you're new to Denver, looking to check out the scene, 
InWeGo is your best option. Use code DNVR to try InWeGo for a month for free. Again, that's a $45 value. I don't want to keep belaboring this point, but Harrison, your hair is it's just amazing today. I don't know if it's like a new conditioner or what, but the, the, vol- <laughs> the volume. You know, what it's got, you know what it's got going for it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's got body. It does it's have really, body. It's, it's got a lot of body today. <laughs> well, if so, you come to the bar tomorrow night, you might be able to get a sneak peek at it. Wow. Yeah. That thing. My goodness. It's like you're glowing, too. It's amazing. I wish everybody. Maybe I'll screen. You know what? I'm going to screen grab this. Oh, God. Yeah, when you least suspect this, yeah, this, it, this, I'm going to have uh, great Harrison Gray hair a, day. Yeah, this can't be a tree that falls in the forest with no one around. This That's true. To it's too glorious. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, guys. So, so let's talk about where the hell we go from here as uh, um, as the NBA. I'm talking not we're going to get to DNVR in a moment, but as an NBA, I'm, first up, I'm going to go through some scenarios. I want to talk about how likely they are. And then, of course, what do they mean for the Denver Nuggets? This might take a while because there's a lot to unpack here. Number one, okay. and I happen to think, I don't want to lead the witness here, but I happen to think this is the most likely scenario. We have seen the end of the 2019-20 season. I... I one scenario is that this does not resume and it just goes on too long before they feel safe and they say no more. I'll start with you, Eric. Is this likely? Is this unlikely? Nobody knows, first I mean, of all. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, what does likely mean? I mean, it's, it's certainly a possibility. Uh, I would say based on the amount of money wrapped up in the NBA, I think it's more unlikely than likely. I think that they'll do everything that they can to get uh, games back on and going i think it's likely we've seen the end of the season um i i, I can see us a scenario where we just go right into the playoffs well, let's get to that in a second i want to just for sake of like moving the we could talk about all the millions of combos but i want to start with just the idea of a season not happening so you you don't see that happening i mean what if the outbreak lasts and we're talking about two more months um you think even if it takes we'll say Let's, let's say 80 days. 80 days from now is the first time they could possibly start it up again. Do you think they start it up? Uh, no. No, no, no. I mean, at a certain point, like, you run into scheduling issues. Like, you don't have sure. access to the, the venues anymore. Oh, it's, like yeah. a, it's a major production to be able to have, you know, like, especially during the summer months, you have concerts and things and all of these arenas that have been booked out. Uh, you know, years in advance, I'm sure. Um, so you just, and I, I think that, um, you know, that's probably like one of the big issues with the, the March Madness um, and not being able to push that back is that they just can't secure the arenas. Oh, that's and, so and many arenas. Games. It's so much, tra- it's just logistically, it's like, come on, man. Yeah. yeah. At a certain point, it just becomes logistically impossible. So, um, I, you know, if it gets delayed well past the time that it would normally happen, I think, yeah, that, that they will just, Harrison, how likely is this scenario to you relative to all the other scenarios? I think it's the most likely. I would be honestly pretty surprised if the season is not canceled. You know, look at what happened in China. The CBA and Chinese Basketball Association took 10 weeks off. You know, even if that is what the NBA is able to do, that pushes you so far into the summer that next season is going to be all screwed up. You know, guys are what going to have like a month off. Right. In, in between seasons, that's just not feasible. And then when do you do um, the draft? When do you do free right. agency? When do you do so, all of those things? I, I know they floated like a 30-day, and then we're going to see what happens and reassess. Uh, that just seems like super wishful thinking. Look, nobody wants the season to be back more than me, but 
just, just based on you, you don't what's think, gone don't, on. You think nobody wants it more than you? <laughs> you think you were the number one person in the world in terms of wanting the NBA season back? I, I actually believe this. Joe, Joe Lake probably wants it back a little more than me. Maybe just a little bit. But, um, yeah, it's just tough to see based on what's gone on in the rest of the world and what kind of the recovery timeline is. It's, uh, it's tough to see. So we let's talk about the Nuggets now in this scenario because let's not fight it, guys. The Nuggets were not playing their best basketball right now. Not that that mattered. I mean, if the season's over, it's over. You'd rather go down in humiliating fashion than just not go down at all. But um, what do you think this would mean for the Denver Nuggets if we have seen everything we have seen of this team? Like, how do you approach an offseason? How, uh, how do you – I love this question. What kind of decisions do you make if it's like, okay, that was our team. How would they do in the playoffs? We don't know. How did they do fully healthy? We don't really know. How does Michael Porter fit in? We don't really know. How much would – I'll start with you, Harrison. How much would that just affect the decision-making process, and what would that do to the Nuggets? Oh, it affected a lot because I've been saying all year that a lot of what is going to happen this summer was going to be determined by how Denver did in the playoffs. You know, if they needed to make a major move, it was probably going to be because of what they did in the postseason. Now there's a scenario out there where they won't have that body of work to look at. And, like, if I'm Denver, just looking at how this team has operated over the last couple of years, I mean, is there any doubt that they would run it back? Yeah. Yeah, I mean they would try to for sure, but yeah. it's like like you said, just so many. There's so many questions left unanswered on this team, and it's not. I think every team is gonna have, would it go into this offseason with questions unanswered. I mean, think about like, the Clippers. Are they the? Do they have the right pieces? You know, I mean, all these teams are gonna Houston. <laughs> Houston's yeah. a giant experiment that it's like we don't know if it works or not. <laughs> like we yeah, these- like like sure they they could look to to make a move before next season, but I just think so much of what they were or were not going to do over the summer was going to be determined by what happened in the playoffs. <laughs> And, and now you just obviously might not have that. How does this affect things? Know, think are... ab- well, think about uh, Mason Plumley and think about Paul Millsap and like these players that uh, the Nuggets are going to have to make a decision on anyway coming up. And it's <clears throat> like you said. I mean, you know, when a uh, when the front office goes into any off season, they have to just say like, are we continuing to move in the right direction? You know, like do we need to change course or are we moving and trending up? And um, the Nuggets were trending up for the most part for this entire season, even though it felt crummy, um, just by the numbers. Um, so it is. Well. It's like a, a really difficult question, you know. Like, well, for the most, I mean, like as far as raw like uh, win total. You know I don't I mean? know. I mean, they were on pace for I think fifty three wins or fifty four wins. So they were they were pretty much on pace for what they did last year. I know it's different because a different yeah. year. Well, but. I, this is what I mean, though. Like it's so. You you can't say definitively that they were better or worse. Yeah, exactly. Than last That's season. what I would they, say. Yeah, it's sort of like because there's you know there's extenu- extenuating circumstances also that you can sort of explain off uh, parts of the failures and so I don't know. I mean, it, it is really crazy, but it seems like if this is the last we've seen of them this year, um, some part of the team is going to have to look different coming back next year, right? I mean, I, I would I would think so. And for some of this is, was out of Denver's control anyway. I mean, it's Jeremy Grant. The hot commodity everybody wants, you know, Mason Plumley. Does he want to go Mill, Millsap? Like you just don't know. And some of this, maybe your hand is just uh, forced. But the let's let's move on because there's so many scenarios for us to to tackle here. The other one that I think it would be interesting is if the NBA came back. We'll say 60 days from now. I mean, 
I, I just can't imagine it faster than that, but we can talk about those scenarios. But it came back in 60 days, and they said, you know what? We're starting the playoffs. It's just teams that are in are in the playoffs. You had two months off. Boom, time to go. You get, you know, a, a week of training camp, and we got to go. <laughs> how does how does this one affect Denver, Eric? Can you imagine, like, you take two months off, and then you just play four games and get swept right out of the <laughs> You came all the way back for that, just like, well, fine, right, what are we doing right. here? They're like, we're back, we're ramping up, they just lose two games at home, that's, that's it. <laughs> Dallas is um, incredible I, I mean, or something. Like, yeah, I mean, who, yeah. who did Denver I think play? Denver would get uh, yeah. Houston, actually. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Was, talk about a high-variance series. Take two yeah. months off, so oh already you're just like, okay, who's in shape, who's not, uh, who's who gels in one week, and now you have a Houston team that's like chaos and a Denver team that is maybe their kryptonite, maybe not, and it's just like, oh who God. knows, oh man? God. And, the, and Nikola Jokic is like 350, again. <laughs> like he's just like, he's taken, he's just like completely uh, fallen out, oh my God, what a, he looked so miserable at the end of last night, too. Like, oh, yeah, he was like, I can't wait for the season to, to be ended, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm honestly like a little happy to have like a, a little break from trying to psychoanalyze Nikola Jokic. Oh, it's so sad, <laughs> it's so sad, but it's true, like, yeah, it's almost, it does feel like nice. I don't want a 60-day break, but. Yeah. No, I don't either. It's uh, it, it's funny because that was actually a scenario I was thinking about last night. You know, what if they just ended the regular season and started the playoffs? I was just kind of speculating what the timeline would be. I was thinking, like you said, Adam, a like maybe a week long training camp and then like a exhibition two games with like a home and home with the Utah Jazz or something to get get ready for the playoffs. <laughs> That'd be hilarious if they like. Yeah, there's only eight, eight teams in each conference, but you get an exhibition against one of the other teams in the conference. Just as yeah, like, or or no, or maybe you get a pick from like the non-playoff teams to have a little <laughs> exhibition against. Oh, yeah, it's like it's like uh, it's like those cooking competition shows where you get to like pull back one of the eliminated contestants from earlier to be your sous yeah. chef. Imagine We're going to take the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, just force Phoenix back from vacation. Like seriously, like yes. What do we get out of this? Nothing. You just have to play them. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, who knows? Maybe maybe David's, uh, Adam Silver would get really crazy, and he would be like, you know what? We're bringing back non-lottery teams. You're in a tournament. You know, whatever. You come up with something. It's like this year's lottery is determined by this tournament just because we need to, like, Ooh, make yeah. up some of the money. Yeah, we yeah, lost. like – yeah, we have the non the non playoff teams essentially play March Madness. Yeah, Mar- well, single elimination winner gets yeah. the first pick, loses. You know, so far, I would love it. I'm all for it. Yeah, I can't wait. Oh, Presented by you know, uh, Boost Mobile. <laughs> I saw something. Uh, I saw a little clip earlier from Rachel Nichols talking about how um, this might be a catalyst to change the NBA calendar. Right. I yeah. really hope not, man. Oh, I, I hope why, not. Why? Why? I hope so. Tell me why you hope not. Uh, my girlfriend's going to break up with me if I have to work <laughs> until, like, August. Oh, uh, if you miss this whole summer covering the NBA. Yeah. The summer is the one thing I've got right now. It's the one thing I've got. Oh, I'll man. be a single man for sure. Oh, my God. Well, a single man within we go, though, so look at the possibilities. <laughs> An encore beer. And a uh, lift code from Breck Brew. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> how 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 this is I I want to dance around this but I guess there's no way. How in shape is Jokic if we we don't get any word from the league for 30 days and then after 30 days they say okay we're going to reevaluate in 15 and then 15 days after that they say okay we're back in 15. So basically you're off for 60 days but you don't know until 15 days before the end of that that you're actually on. What kind of shape is Jokic coming in? 
probably not great shape. I doubt anybody would come in not great shape. Have you guys seen the new guidelines for working out the facility over this uh, time period? Oh, yeah. We, actually, I'm glad you brought this up. This is news. Go ahead, Harrison. Well, I'm kind of doing this off the top of my head, but only one player can be in the facility per uh, like at a time, and you can work out one-on-one with like a coach. With a coach? Yeah. A, it's like a one-on-one workout. Um, so I don't know. seems a little... I don't know if I want to say like weird, but I, I, I understand the measures that are being taken, uh, yeah. but um, it, it's pretty extreme, pretty extreme. All right, let's move on to this scenario. What if they come back, same thing, 60, you know, 30, 40, 60 days, whatever it is, but it's, it's a while, but they play without any fans. Like, okay, we're going right into the playoffs, but there's going to be no fan bases because we're not that, we're, we're, we're recovered, but we're not that recovered. Um how how would that season go, Eric? I think that'd be – I mean, I would be completely fine with that, honestly. Like, you could come and watch the games at the DNVR bar. Ooh, that would, yeah, that would be great. Uh, there you go. <laughs> like, I, you know, like, I think that there's just such a uh, hunger to watch sports. Especially – I mean, it's crazy because sports are really our um, refuge when it comes to difficult things in life. And it's it's difficult when – Sports are sort of the thing that are most, uh, in a lot of ways, are like most affected by it. So we don't really have our our escapism. Um, so you know, even if just being able to watch it on TV and 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 follow along with the storyline and and just sort of get immersed in these players' lives the the way we we do, so we can forget about our own. Um, like I, I'm all for that. You know, if that if that's what it takes. Yeah, Harrison. I feel like it'd be really odd just with no fans for, you know, the first couple of weeks or something. But after a while, we'd get used to it. I think the players would eventually get used to it. I think that might be, like, best case scenario, right? Yeah. To me, yeah, these all seem – I mean, I'm more of a pessimist. Eric has pointed this out to me, and it was like – he pointed this out to me as a person. Like, it was a revelation. He said, you're a worrier. So I think I might be a, a pessimist. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Here's how I know. So I I have shown Adam uh, maybe fifty designs. <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot. And one hundred percent of them, he's always like, uh, I, I mean, I don't know if it'll sell, but and then it's like the number one thing we've ever made like every single time. <laughs> that's not always how it goes. What I, how this is how my perspective how it goes. I push Eric to be his best. <laughs> I bring out the absolute so, best so what in it is, him, and he thinks so what me it is every your, time. Every time he thinks me so. Forward. So currently, you're pushing the NBA in the world to be its best. Is that what no, is? For this, I'm just a pessimist. <laughs> okay. I'm with you. I'm a pessimist too in this. Yeah, unfortunately, um, yeah. Those are the only really real scenarios I see. I mean, 30 day return. Um, you know, let's let's hope for a miracle. But I. The NBA has been pretty cautious about this and um, acted really quickly. I would be surprised if it, if, if it didn't. So is there any other scenarios you want to throw out? Well, I mean, isn't there a scenario whereby um, they've come up with a vaccine here shortly and, you know, life can sort of resume and then we... I don't, I don't, I don't know from everything I've read that, that that is a realistic time frame for that. I, everything I've read is that those, those typically will take a year. So I think... What you're looking at, oh, really? yeah, I think what you're looking at now is just trying to, um, you know, take, to take, take, yeah, to mitigate, take this from going upward trajectory to downwards and then ultimately contained enough to, to where you feel safe going out. And then, you know, the vaccine maybe this time next year. But 
Um, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot. I don't want to say this with any authority because this is medical. I don't want anybody to take my word on any of this stuff because to me, this is is a very serious issue, and I'd hate somebody to be like, "Well, I heard on the pod that there's a vaccine in like." You know, whatever. Unless Eric's developing some vaccine in his living room. No, I'm, I'm, well, I'm developing uh, more of a penicillin with the moldy (laughs) food. But uh, if it makes you feel better, Adam, absolutely no one is taking your word on this. (laughs) You you know, that's not true. That's not true. I'm telling you. No disclaimer needed. No, I'm telling you. No, you're wrong about that, man. You're wrong about that. People people sometimes get their information from weird places, and I don't want to accidentally. Well, can I. Anyone listening to this pod right now, do not take anything Adam has to say that's not about basketball. At any, <laughs> oh, that's at, not at, true. I have great all. food takes. You know I have great food takes. I have, some, I have very good that's, movie uh, takes. That's debatable. I have fashion takes. I have, uh, Your you know, food takes are very debatable. Very perceptive about uh, society. I mean, there's a lot of takes. All right, Jackson, take us to our last break. When we come back from the other side of the break, guys, I, I'm – I'm looking forward to talking about this next one because now the question is the sports world is going to be on hold almost certainly for 30 days, if not more. And now the question has becomes, what does DNVR do? A sports commentary site. What, what do we do with that? And, you know, we've been, we've been talking a lot about that internally. Going to talk about it even more. And on the other side of the break, we're going to share a little bit of that with you and kind of spitball. But Harrison, take us away. I've got a question for you guys right as we start off this read. Have you been to Avanti? Of course, one of, my, one of my favorites. All right. I don't, I don't know how much you get out. I don't know. One of the best know. views of the city, Avante. I agree. So, so I live fairly close to Avante, and they, uh, they have pizzas there in house. They have a bunch of different spots you can get food there. They have pizzas. I had one of those pizzas over the last couple of days. All I could think about, though, while I was eating uh, it, was, man, I wish this was a Bojo's pie. <laughs> I wish this was a Bojo's pie. Great job, because I had no idea where you were going over the first 60 seconds of that start. So very, very good job. As soon as you said pizza. Well, yeah, there there, there, was. That was the giveaway. (laughs) At all six Colorado locations, if you mention DNVR, you can get a free honey cheese bread with the purchase of an entree. You can even get Bojo's delivered through DoorDash. Of course, Bojo's dough is made fresh daily, contains locally sourced honey, gluten-free cheeseless pizza options, as well as plant-based options as well. And again, mention DNVR and get a free honey cheese bread with the purchase of an entree. All right, guys, let's move into this final segment here. So DNVR, we have a bar. The bar is still open. If people, no grand openings make a party, but, you know, the bar the bar has been open this whole time. And, and tom- tomorrow at 5, it officially goes from the Colfax Sports and Brew Pub to the DNVR bar. It's gorgeous, by the way. Eric, you were down there today, right? I was seeing it come together man like the photos today uh, it's just uh, i wanted to cry like i wanted to cry because <laughs> it was so be- it was like beautiful and then we need a, b- a bunch of photos out on the web tomorrow because the vision that we kind of been to people don't understand how much work has gone into this <laughs> and like yeah. the vision of it all and then seeing it it's just like oh my god it's i i, I truly wanted to cry tears yeah, I uh, I was talking to Brandon Spano, um, and it's you know for me I, I live in a world of of digital you know everything that I touch can't everything I create I can't touch mm. for the you know and so that's so whenever I am able to have something start off on screen and then actually see it translated into the real world it's always like very like a very surreal and and special moment for me and so going into the bar and seeing it look exactly like i had on my computer it 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 was it felt like really really cool and really special um the bar like you say you know we are 
really fortunate in that the bar itself, the the bones of the bar are just so uh, immaculate. Oh, it's, a, it's just like so such beautiful. a beautiful bar. That it's such a it's a historical building. Um, it just you know it just feels good to be in. The, the ceilings are extremely high. Um, the light is is really great, and uh, you know we've wrapped there are four big column pillars that that go through the middle of the bar uh the middle of the structure and we've wrapped those with our uh, our wallpaper um we've painted it all of our colors all throughout it just it just has a really good vibe it just really feels good in it, to me it almost feels like it, it, what's cool about it is it's a hundred year old building and it's a digital design <laughs> like it's like it's like the yeah. 21st century meets the uh 19th century and it, yeah yeah like yeah it, it, and uh, there's something cool about it. it's almost like if dnvr um, you know, uh, I, don't, I was going to say vomited, vomited onto the Museum of Nature and Science. <laughs> I guess this isn't like exactly painting the most gorgeous picture. No, we'll say it kissed. No, that was beautiful. We'll say if it kissed the Museum of Nature no, and I Science. Liked okay, vomit. Vomit. I like vomit. Okay, vomit. <laughs> that's, that's what happened. It's just a cool merger of like these things and then gorgeous buildings some gorgeous artwork that, of course, Eric, uh, Eric designed. And my favorite, you want to know what my sneaky favorite part is, Eric? What's that? The crowns around the columns. Yes, I was just going to say, I was going to say, like, the one piece that you can look to that is sort of emblematic of it the is. entire concept is... See, maybe I do have a good at design the top eye. Of, at, the, at the top of the columns, there are, they are, are Corinthian column tops, which are... Um, if you are a scholar of well, I, I, Greek we, and, we and are, Roman, yes. I, I mean, the I'm saying other people, should, obviously not you. should just assume you. the audience is a Greek-Corinthian <laughs> scholar. These are not Ionic columns. These are Corinthian columns, oh, which, yes. are more, uh, <laughs> which are much more, um, I don't know, uh, floral, I guess. They're much more elaborately designed. Mm. Um, but those have been there the whole time, and we painted them black. Like, they are very, you know. Just like, like the stones. Yeah, but I mean, it's sort of like we took something that is rooted in history and we like vomited all over it as somebody, as a scholar. We got to get a different word for that. <laughs> no, there's no other word that fits into this. But it just, it's just sort of like, you know, it's, it's sort of like taking what is old and then making it new, putting our spin on it. It just feels right. It doesn't feel out of place at all. It's like, um, and it's really, they're really, it's really cool detail. Yeah, it's it, it's my that's a long way of saying it's your favorite too. It's my favorite too as well. <laughs> I really love that that <laughs> that specific detail. So yeah, anyway, bars open if you want, if you want to check it out. So, you know, we open a bar. Obviously, we didn't we didn't expect for sort of the chaos around the globe that that um, fell upon us this week. But um, we have the bar. We obviously have our sports coverage. But what happens now when the sports world stops? And one of the things, you know. We talked about when I came over and joined this company and DNVR formed. And even before that, conversations Eric and I had, along with Brandon Spano beforehand, was just what is DNVR going to be? And, you know, what is it now and what is it going to be? And in some ways, I think this provides an opportunity, but also sort of accelerates a natural process we were already on of we want to we talk about more than just sports and we always sports are always the thread that drives everything together but what really this company is about is connecting with people and i think we've done a fantastic job of that if there's one thing i'm proud of most over our five months together as a company it's that i feel like we really have fostered a community and grown that community and the sports are gone but the community isn't well yeah and we're obviously 
going to talk about sports, but while they're in a hiatus, I mean, we're going to talk about Denver. You know, what's going on in Denver? What's the heartbeat of Denver? Uh, Music, food, pop culture. So uh, we're well equipped to, you know, dabble in those areas as well. And I know I'm excited if if that's, you know, what we've got to do here in the interim. Yeah, I mean, we are really um, have created a lifestyle company um, for for everything that that means. And so that is, you know, sports, as you say, obviously, is the center of our lives, you know, naturally. I mean, that's what a lot brings all of us together. But um, it's really just about the culture at large. Like, what is that, you know, like like you said, once, once you start to bring a community together, you know, you can start to find out other um, things that people are interested in, other common bonds. Um, so, I mean, I, I really hope that we're not, you know, talking about The Bachelor and things for too long, but it's not like completely <laughs> Definitely out, not. out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> but it's not like something that, that, that will feel completely foreign. Like we, Well, The Bachelor is now over, Eric, so we got to wait for the new season. Yeah, you idiot. Jeez, <laughs> oh, were you not paying attention? Well, I, I'm, I'm trying to catch up. I just need to watch uh, episode one, season one, and then I'll get started. Yeah, yeah you can't skip ahead. If you haven't seen season one, it's, none of it's going to make sense <laughs> to you, man. It is gonna, you're going to be so lost. So start from the beginning. Well, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I've actually. I'm gonna get in it. Though. I've only ever watched The Bachelor at my grandma's house, and like, like, what, you know, when I when it stopped by, and I'd be like, "What are you guys doing?" I'm watching The Bachelor. They're like, okay, well, I just stopped by to say hi. Like, okay, I'm out of here. I'm mosey right on. Um, so, uh, I I am un- unfamiliar with how the show goes, but um, no, uh, but honestly though, you know, we we obviously are going to have to dig deep, but um, you know, so much uh, of what we do has depended on digging deep. I mean, we are the scrappy little engine that could and. Um, I think we've done well for ourselves so far, and this presents a new challenge, but also a new opportunity for us that I personally am excited to take on, you know, nervous to, but also excited to take on um, because my vision for the company, I think a vision for a lot of the people in the company was always to expand into new horizons and new frontiers. And now, um, you know, now we're sort of being forced into the frontier and like, okay, now go, go and survive. But you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm excited for it. There's an excitement that comes along with it. And I think just from talking to people, the shock of the last 48 hours certainly has not worn off. But I do think that people are – there's little, like, phases to all of this. And the, the wave that's sort of washing over me now is like, okay, all right, let's do this. What, let's get creative. The people need it. The people want it. Let's get creative and let's, and, and, and let's create something completely new. Look, we just did a movie bracket of the best sports movies, what, two months ago? Yeah. Counting down the best sports movies of all time. Less than doing, that, like five weeks ago. Yeah, five weeks ago. Doing discussions between all of us across the different beats about those movies. Doing podcasts comparing you know, Rocky to Creed. Different movies across different sports to one another. So you know, that, that's the kind of stuff I think we might explore here going forward a little bit. Yeah, I mean, and the, the soul of this company has always been built on... Um, the idea that it listens to its community, to its fans, to its people. And so, you know, that's going to be up to everybody listening to this podcast, everybody that's really that's involved, all the members, all the subscribers to sort of have a dialogue, you know, through all of the, the means that, that exist for us through Twitter and, and et cetera, just to sort of like... You know, like, what do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> like, yeah. And I would say I would change your language there. And I've been thinking about this a lot in the abstract. I guess this shows you how my brain works. But 
I don't think we listen to our audience. I think we. This is gonna sound so corny now that I'm saying it. We don't listen to our audience. We we are among them. Like we're not we're not up top. Like okay, tell us what you want, guys. But no, we actually are actually down there with the audience, and then we get to step up on the stage and talk. But then after we're done talking, we go back down into the audience, and that's right. That, yeah, vomit right back. That, down. Vomit right back on every. You know, so that's that's sort of what makes I think DNVR different than everybody else so um you know now with sports sort of being taken from us and there'll still be sports things to talk about i mean look there's always opportunities to talk about different things going on there's always going to be breaking news there's always going to be stuff there so that thread will always be there but um you know i'm excited to kind of dip into some of the other stuff so you can also you know let us know what do you want to be talking about maybe tomorrow at the bar or whatever let us know what you uh what's on your mind but just know stick with us guys stick with us um it's going to be an interesting, I think, several weeks ahead for everybody, not just us here at DNVR, but for the entire city of Denver, really for the entire country and the entire globe. And, um, you know, I, 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 as much as there's a lot of different emotions flying around right now, the one that I choose to sort of latch on to the most is just sort of this hope and excitement that, um, you know, we're going to do this all together. We're going to be together throughout this, uh, whatever happens in this historic moment in time that we find ourselves in. So. Um, lastly, before I say that, uh, I do also just want to close this by reminding everybody, you know, do take this seriously. I know that the last 48 hours, I think the whole world has sort of been like, oh, okay, we need to pay attention to this. But, um, you know, likewise, do your research, read up on it. And, and if you have not, if you are listening to this and going, okay, maybe I'll look into it, you know, spend some time because I think everybody needs to have at least a baseline understanding of what's going on. And when I say read up on it, not Facebook, don't scroll the old memes and find out like what the funniest meme is and extrapolate from there. But, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I say that because there's a lot of people, that's though. what they do. Oh, there are some great memes. It's a great memes. <laughs> some really great. <laughs> but uh, uh, but yeah. All right, guys. Or you could you could also but you could also read your uh, your inbox and get uh, you know companies like uh, Foot Locker and uh, Hims that have given me uh, COVID nineteen updates. It's, it's always good to know that uh, my favorite brands are out there looking out for me. <laughs> Is that what they're doing? <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. Stay safe this weekend. Have a good weekend. We're gonna be back on Monday. We're gonna have a full week of shows next week for Harrison Wind. D-Line Co. Eric Weedham. I'm Adam Adams. We'll see you next time. Before we get out of here, guys, Green Mountain Dental Group is giving you a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. That's right. All you got to do is take care of your teeth and schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. They will give you a free Sonicare toothbrush. Green Mountain Dental, located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver, They treat you like family. They send you birthday cards. How cool is that? You get a birthday card from your dentist every single year. They are a longtime DNVR partner. Remember, Green Mountain Dental Group will give you a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam.